welcome to the Salty Hair Self-Care Conversations. Join me, Claire Fole, as I chat with thought leaders, wisdom leaders and self-care believers as we explore what taking care of ourselves looks like. Welcome to this Salty Hair Self-Care Conversation. Today I am talking with Gaia Smart Young, um, who is a writer among many other things. And the core of TI's work is helping people to uncover their truth through writing. Um, she runs these events, which sound amazing. They're called Writership um, events. They're in Brooklyn. So if you happen to be listening to this in Brooklyn or visiting, um, I would love to get there one day. Um, but she also runs college essay writing courses for high school kids um, and she also has a book called Famous and and through all of these the, the common thread really is around who are you without the iPhone and the clothes take that back and get the kind of the core of um, who you are and and to use different prompts or or just different ways of thinking to really see um, if that, that central, that self and that soul, which is within each of us, and 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 to see the stories that each of us have to tell. And I feel really drawn to storytelling at the moment. Um, it keeps coming up and I find myself writing stories and, and, and really craving to listen to them. So I am. Um, I really love all that Tiara is doing in the world and all that she shares in this conversation. She is so vibrant and fun and, um, yeah, so I was really interested as well in just what she does to take care of herself, to to bring that energy to the world. And and she shares some really beautiful, um, interesting, like just not your... um, off-the-shelf self-care um, practices that she does. Um, and I, I love that I talked to um, Tiara a couple of weeks ago before we recorded this, and I was so inspired um, after talking to her that I actually went on then and um, did a Facebook Live around Suicide Prevention Week or um, that her words, her energy really nudged me to be brave and to tell the truth. Um, so I hope that you will find that uh, her words, her energy, her work helps you with that as well. So I hope you enjoy. So welcome to this Salty Hair Self-Care Conversation. Today I am welcoming Tia uh smart young all the way from Brooklyn and I'm going to introduce you to her in just one moment um, but first I wanted to invite you Tiaya and everyone watch, uh, listening to just take three big deep breaths together and we're going to open up this space by doing that so you might want to close your eyes or just lower your gaze and we'll just take three big deep breaths in so one in through our nose and out through your mouth in through your nose and out through your mouth and in through your nose 
and out through your mouth. And as we open this space, I just invite us each to down through our hands or with your feet, just feel the ground and to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands where each of us sit. For me, this is the Garingai people. They are the traditional custodians of this land. I recognise and respect their cultural heritage, beliefs and relationship with this land since time began. I pay my respects to elders past and present and acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as the first people of Australia. They have never ceded sovereignty and remain strong in their enduring connection to land and culture. And as we get started, I just want to set the intention that our conversation will be a sense of a source of joy and soul connection for us. And as we explore these ideas and wisdom around storytelling as self-care, um, that these ideas may be valuable and useful for those listening and that we'll all receive what we need to and collectively feel connected and nourished. So welcome, Tiaya. Thank you, Claire. <laughs> so we connected, uh, I think about four years ago through B-School and yes. since then I've watched um, your journey. You're an amazing writer, editor, author, speaker. You're the director of content for Smart Girl Media. You've interviewed some of the biggest names like Michelle Obama and Chris Rock. But what strikes me most um, across the seas from the other side of the world is the effervescence and the vibrancy with which you live your life. Uh, oh, it really well, <laughs> When you told me that the first time, I was like, okay, I didn't realize it was resonating like that, but I like it. Absolutely. It, it really captivates me. And it, it's what nudged me to reach out to have this conversation uh, with you today. I, and so I guess that's a great place to start, which is what do you do to support your sense of self to, to, to give you that energy that you live with? Um, I don't know if it's officially called meditating because I've never really looked it up in terms of am I doing this right? But I know that <laughs> meditation is a return to breath. So mm -hmm. what I try to do is take moment. So I was glad that we had a moment to just now to take a breath and just calm down a little bit or just let some energy pass through us. I just, I really use the time that I'm quote unquote, meditating to just focus on my intention. What is it that I want to happen today? Or what is it that I want to happen in this interview, in this conversation, um, in this relationship, in this thing that I'm getting ready to do? I do take those moments to really set the intention of, okay, I want to be friendly. I want to be approachable. I want to be kind. I want to be thoughtful. I want to um, have this person realize that I'm worth more money. So I need to negotiate, you know, you just want to put the, the, the good energy and the good vibe out there so that it could come back to you. Absolutely. So that's really one of the things that I do. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And something I, you told me so many things when we spoke last about self-care, but one of them that I loved was about not going to target. <laughs> um, which I just think like sums up self-care so well. <laughs> well, it's just the lines really start to frustrate me now. And so mm -hmm. in my local Target, 
that I used to adore going in, I, it gives me such anxiety to walk into that Target or to walk into, I don't know if you guys have like big box stores, but we have um, big box stores here where you can buy like items in bulk. So if you needed like a lot of macaroni noodles or noodles in general, right? <laughs> I don't go into those stores anymore because they give me such anxiety and I'll just order online. Mm. And to me, that's a way of self-care for me because I don't want to go and have anxiety and be frustrated and be angry on a line. So I'm, I, I say, you know what? I can sit in my house, pull up Instacart, get whatever I need from the grocery store. I can go on Target's website. I can order for delivery and I have saved myself two hours of stress and I'm, I've done something else. I've done something that means something to me. So yes, I do I not love like to, do not like to walk into my local Target anymore. Yeah, I love that. I just love the self-awareness and that like making a decision. I'm going to do something that brings me joy rather than something that brings me anxiety you know it's, yeah, I, I think that I think in my 20s and I think this happens to women in general that we feel this obligation mm-hmm. to do the thing right so your mom um made sure there was always dinner on the table and the house was clean and she had her job and she just was the superwoman and I'm I, I don't want to be superwoman I mm-hmm. need help I don't have mm-hmm. a case I need some help, you know? And so I don't want to pretend and do things that don't make me happy now. Yes, Mm -hmm. I do have to do laundry, but I realize that I'm way better when I'm doing laundry when it's during the week. I'm not Mm -hmm. going to do laundry on Saturday. We have a a laundromat in our building and it's going to be crowded because everyone's Mm going to be doing laundry on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather go down there 10 o'clock at night when no one is there and do laundry and I can watch I can watch a movie on my laptop I can listen to a podcast I could read a book and I'm by myself and so those are the things that I like to do and if it makes me at peace then I know that I'm taking care of myself because I'm not going to be you know I don't have the same pressures that I felt like I did when I was in my 20s to like be everything and to be the I gotta be that mom and I gotta be that wife I, I think I've spent a lot of time from my 20s to my 40s, like figuring out what kind of mother I want to be and mm-hmm. what kind of partner I want to be. And that that does take a, l- a level of self-awareness. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I go to therapy. So that, that also helps you become uh-huh. really self-aware about the kind of person that you are, the kind of person you think you are, the kind of person you want to become. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And some, another one that you said to me uh, was you were talking about that you want to be super devoted to the things that matter and just absolutely you know not not dwell on or or invest in the things that don't matter and you have been on my shoulder saying that in the couple of weeks since we last spoke and you you kind of said like if someone says there's a meeting at two o'clock and that doesn't really suit you but cool I'll be there it doesn't matter I I just love that I, I your approach is so practical and just pragmatic and powerful and it wasn't always this way because I think in the past I would have rushed to do the meeting at mm-hmm. two o'clock, even though it wouldn't have worked for me. Um, just recently, I, I was working on a story. Actually, this was like two days ago. I was working on a story. There was um, this person I was chasing. She's a celebrity. I was chasing her for a couple of weeks and um, couldn't get couldn't get her on the phone. She's and and we were communicating over Instagram. So mm-hmm. if you're not constantly on Instagram, I'm going to miss the direct message. 
So I, I sent her an Instagram message saying, hey, here's my email and here's my phone number. When you are ready, text me and let me know. Give me at least a day in advance so I can prepare and make sure that the time is right for us to interview. So she, she sends me a text like a couple of days ago and it's, I think it was like 11 a.m. And she says, I'm ready. I can talk to you at 1130. And in the past, I would have rushed to make that 1130 interview happen. Mm-hmm. But when I saw it, I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> not going to rush to do that. Here are the times that work for me later on today. And here's a time that works for me tomorrow morning. I need to have this done by this time. So let's, let's work on a time that works mm-hmm. for the both of us. And mm-hmm. I said to her, I said, here, here are some options. I, she said, can you email me the questions? And the thing is, is that I really do not like email interviews because mm-hmm. you don't get the person's authentic self. You don't yeah. know what they sound like. You don't, you don't get their joke. And from watching her videos, I knew she had a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. And so she sends me this email like, no, I'm a great writer. You're definitely going to love my answers. So I was <laughs> like, I'm taking a chance on you because mm-hmm. this thing is due tomorrow. So I'm kind of backed into a corner. And I said, listen, if the... I sent her a bunch. I sent her more questions than I normally would have asked in an interview just because I was scared that the answers were not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, here's your out. If you look at these questions and you feel like it's too much, send me an audio of uh. your answer. That way I would at least be able to have the, the spirit of her, right? I'm getting yeah. what she sounds like. I'm getting her jokes. I know when she's serious. I know when she's kind of like just um, really passionate about something. Mm-hmm. And then I can be able to translate that and keep, keep some of that in the story if she's mm-hmm. speaking excitedly, et cetera. So thankfully her answers were amazing. Like she really hurt. She writes the way that she speaks. So I felt every because I had listened to so many videos and watched her I felt exactly the energy that I wanted to get from the conversation so we made that happen but like I said in the past I would have jumped to try to move things scramble be ready and this is like no that would have called that would have wrecked my day and then I would have been upset with myself because here I am I'm wrecking my schedule to do this thing and it's like why didn't you just tell her no yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. just like no, I can't do it. Right. <laughs> so I was happy that I said no. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And you said that you have a friend, is it Paula, who says yes. no. It's is a it, complete is- sentence. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we learned that while we were um working together, um, we we were uh, producing a, a magazine, a magazine called Juicy Magazine. And um we would get so many requests at the last minute to do things. It was like, we went from being the ignored magazine at the company to the magazine that everybody wanted to be a part of. And once you go from being, you know, the, the, the outcast in school to being the most popular kid on the block, everybody wants to rock with you. And Mm -hmm. when, when we became the popular kids on the block, we would get all these requests. You know, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And it's like, no. And no is a complete sentence. Because we didn't have, because we had such a small staff, we didn't have the bandwidth to do all those things. And that's Mm -hmm. really a form of self-care too. When you say, no, I can't do this. I can do it tomorrow at two Mm -hmm. o'clock when I have an opening, but I can't do it right now when you need me to, when you've been sitting on it for two weeks and had your time to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And now I got to rush. I have to drop everything and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And there was a time too, just to tell you a really quick story, when mm. um, Paula's daughter was in the um, in the emergency room and she needed to leave work. And she was so concerned about leaving work. And I was like, we're not saving lives here. This is a magazine. Mm. And anything that you need me to do, I will do that for you. Because mm-hmm. I think when, when you're going to care for your family, your child, a loved one, your mind needs to be there and yeah. be with that person mm-hmm. and not be worrying about what's going on at work. Because yeah. I think the other person is going to feel it. Yeah. So I needed to tell her that so she could she could go and be with her daughter. Yeah. Absolutely. So she's not sitting there thinking like, dad, you know, I left work and I had these things to do. I can see if we were saving lives and yeah. we were sending like rockets <laughs> to the moon, like, okay, then I need you to think about what's going on, if these algorithms are correct. But no, words, I got you. I got okay. words. I can do okay. words. <laughs> Well, speaking of words, I wanted to quote some of your words to you um, because Uh-oh. I think, they, <laughs> watch out, um, because I think they sum up your work. You do lots of beautiful, different things in the world, but um, you said, we always get a little bit stronger, enjoy small transformations and heal wounds when we tell our stories. Yes. <sighs> I think you can just feel, oh, I feel like the world just makes a little more sense when I read those words. Um, I think that came from um, me helping people because what I do as an editor is I help um, aspiring writers, newbie writers, self-publish short books. A lot uh of times you get intimidated when you're like, I want to write a book. And then you sit down and you realize, okay, well, I'm not Maya Angelou. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm Mm -hmm. not as, um, you know, I'm not as creative as I thought. And so um, the thing that I love from the, the people who become my clients is that mm-hmm. they have these stories. And once I help them tell their story, they do transform and they mm-hmm. do get a little bit stronger and they do get a little bit more confident in their ability to write and share their story. There's mm-hmm. a client that I spoke with this morning. Hopefully she becomes a client. Fingers crossed. Her, She realized that her passion is to help parents figure out the next step with their children once they graduate from high school Mm -hmm. and she just kept emailing me because I have this free five-day email course on my website and she just kept emailing me um, the answers to the questions throughout the five days saying I want to help students and I want to and I was like and I kept saying to her but what is it that you want to do and she was too scared to admit what she wanted to do so Throughout the course, I say, I'm going to give you an opportunity to get on my calendar and talk to me. So she took Mm -hmm. the opportunity. She got on my calendar. We had a call this morning. And I said to her, tell me, pretend that this, we're in the elevator. This is your Oprah moment. (laughs) You got (laughs) to tell me what, pitch me what it is that you want to do. And she finally was able to say that I want to help parents figure out the next step for their kids, whether it's college whether it's a trade school, whether it is the military, what kind of college, you know, just that everyone's situation is unique and Mm -hmm. that you can't go with a cookie cutter route. And as she, she was using her gift as a counselor to be able to say, yeah, I know of what I speak. And so I thought it was great that she was just having a small transformation on the phone going Mm -hmm. from being saying, I want to help kids. I want to help parents to know this is exactly what I want to do. So 
now I'm going to send her some proposal packages and hopefully she chooses one of them. And I want to be able to help her write her story and tell yeah. and be on this journey. Absolutely. And I'd love you, you shared with me that because you do an amazing course, which is, um, or class, which is helping kids who are yeah. um, applying yeah. to college to write Rock their essay. essay. Yes. Rock and you said so often they say, I don't have a story, but you have this superpower of, of, showing that we each have a story and, and a story worth telling. Yeah, like I meet these amazing young people when I go into schools. And first, let me just start by saying Rock Your College Essay, um, the workshop came out of conversations I was having with my son and his friends mm -hmm. because they were feeling like there was no one that was really looking at their college essays and mm -hmm. helping them to really get ready. And so um, once we started talking, I was like, you know what, I really want to help them. And then I was like, hmm, I can help more than just them. I can help yeah. other students. And so I created this um, course and started selling it to schools in New York City to help kids figure out their, um, their stories. And what I didn't realize was that all of the kids would tell me the same thing. I, I don't have a story. And so once you sit down, and that's, this is the job of the editor, right? This is the editor and me, the interviewer and me, the journalist and me. I'm going to ask the questions to get the story. So mm -hmm. there's the girl who um, got her way onto a fencing team, an all-boys fencing team at her school. There was nothing in the bylaws that said girls couldn't be on this team. Okay, well, that's the school's mistake. If they didn't want girls on the team, they should have wrote that into the bylaws, Absolutely. right? And so she got her way onto the team. And I was like, that's a story. You yeah. had a huge victory. You're the only girl on an all-boys fencing team at your school. You've opened the door for other girls to join the team. And yeah. so we, we, we wrote about her story of transformation. Um, there was um, a, a couple of students who traveled internationally for the first time with their schools and what that did for them. So there was a girl who um, was studying dance and she got to travel. There was someone who was studying language and they got to travel. And so just all these different stories, including even my own son's story. Like I didn't realize he always wanted to be an engineer, mm -hmm. but I had no clue why that was interesting to him. And he talked about looking outside of his window and seeing the Empire State Building as a kid. And when he was a kid, he was always obsessed with building things, whether it was with Legos or with blocks. And so he would talk about how he would try to replicate the Empire State Building and replicate the New York skyline with his Legos. And I just was like, wow, that's such a powerful story. And I had no clue. I had no clue, but it came from our having a conversation about what he, why he wanted to be an engineer and why this was so important for him to study this. And so I love that part of going into schools and it's, it's a challenge because the workshops are, are pretty, they're large. They're maybe 20 students, maybe 30 students, mm -hmm. but I, I have to give everyone the attention that they mm -hmm. deserve so that I can talk to them about their stories. There was a, a young man who talked about going to his first um, gay pride march and how his family went with him and supported him. So there's just all these different levels of transformation that's happening for these students that I want to be a part of and help them to shape their story and help them to get the attention of an admissions counselor. Yeah. And, and my thing is, I don't, I don't want any boring stories. So they're always no. good. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, those ones, and like you said, they're just, they're, 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 they're not, they don't have to be a huge story, but 
they're they're powerful and they're big and and it's not just for college students that you do this because I know that you run these amazing write and sip yeah, I have one coming up in November. I'm so excited. I, know. I keep saying, please do it online, do it online, or I'll just my, come over my to Brooklyn. Mother, my mother sent my mother now, right? Because she can call me, but she sends me a text. She sends me a message over Instagram and says, "Hey, are you doing the writing sip um online too?" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> And so I think I have to figure out a way to do that. I think it would yeah. be cool to do that. And so just to explain what the right and sip is, is that, um, again, in America, we have these, it's super popular, the paint and sip. So yeah. you get people together, they're painting, they're sipping a little wine and they have this, whatever, everyone's drawing, everyone's painting the same thing. Mm. Um, so my thing is I've been to a couple right and sips. I thought they were fun. They were great community events. Um, but my thing is writing and people always want to talk, uh, talk to me about the stories that they're writing or the thing. Everyone says, T, I have a, I have a book in me. And so, <laughs> you know, everyone's not going to sit down to write the book, but they will write in their journal. Mm-hmm. They will write a letter to a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they want to express themselves. I said, I had been scared cause I had the idea in 2018 to do the mm-hmm. writing step. and I was terrified to put this thing together because it's like okay now I need a place I gotta feed people like what, how I'm gonna do how am I gonna do it mm-hmm. and so the universe said you know what you have to put it out there and you have to say it and then once you say it it's gonna happen and so I just so happened to be talking to a friend of a friend I was visiting her space she has like a showroom and I was telling her what I wanted to do and she she just said have it here like that. And I was like, okay, well now I can't back now I can't back out of it. She just said, have it here. Have it here means, okay, my space is available to you. When do you want to do it? Let's get it on the calendar. And that's exactly what we did. We sat down, we looked at the calendar, we said, Oh, okay, April. And so the first one was um in April of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was awesome. And I had no idea what I was gonna do, but that forced me to sit down and say, mm-hmm. okay. I want to have these writing prompts. I want to do them in rounds. And I really want them to be thoughtful writing prompts because I hate, so everyone in their grandma has writing prompts on the mm-hmm. internet. And I think they're like, they're boring and they're g- generic. I really wanted writing prompts to connect mm-hmm. and to make people feel. And so by the end of the night, I, there was writing prompts about legacy, about love, about um, you know, the first time that I, I think I mentioned this to you before, there's this poem by this Latina um, poet, and it says the first time um, a woman says her name, I think, every, and then after that, every other word out of her mouth is a riot. I asked women, when was the first time you felt powerful? When was the first time you felt like you were going to cause a riot? And so we cried, we mm-hmm. laughed. Um, there were some men there too. I think there were three men including my husband, there were three men there too. And we just had such a great experience. And so to be able to now have that first one under my belt makes yeah. me feel really good. Um, and I know that I can do it again. And now I have ideas on how to do it better because now I'm like, you know what? I want everyone to choose one word. I'm going to have a jar with a bunch oh. of words in it. And I'm going to have everyone choose one word. And then they're going to have to write about what that one word means to them. 
And okay. so just a, a way to keep it super inner it's the workshop is very, it's um the write and sip is very interactive. It's very fun. The wine gives everyone, you know, a little bit of, they get a little loose after they have some <laughs> wine and then they want to share. Um, and it's just, it's intimate. It's about 40 people. So it's not like you're in the room with a hundred people and you're worried about sharing your story. It's 40 women and men. And we're all there with good vibes. And that's really my one of my strongest mandates. Like, don't come with the drama. Don't come mm-hmm. with heavy energy. Come with some good vibes. Because mm-hmm. that's what that's what I want to give out as a host. And that's what I want to receive from the people in the audience. Totally. And I think that's a beautiful kind of, uh, it brings us full circle. Because it brings us back to that vibrancy um, that we started off um, by talking about. That, that you just bring to the world so, so beautifully and and what you weave and and so I love that that you demand that of other people coming into your space so I think that's really beautiful yeah yeah but it has just been such a delight Tiaia um thank you so much and can you just tell us before we sign off where can people find you so that they can um keep following your amazing work Absolutely. Um, my website is one of the first places and that's www.tiasmartyoung.com, which is, I'm going to spell it. <laughs> T-A-I-I-A-S-M-A-R-T-Y-O-U-N-G.com. And I'm on Instagram um, as T-I- at Young, And then on Facebook, I have a Facebook page um, where I do my Facebook lives and my videos. Um, and that's Yeah Right with T.I. Smart Young. And so I'm just so appreciative to be able to talk to you a little bit about um, self-care and and what I do. This felt like self-care, just even just talking about it. Absolutely. I completely agree. Just good conversation and sharing ideas and just getting to, uh, it's a joy to talk to you. So thank Thank you you so much. And thank you everyone for joining us for this Salty Hair Self-Care Conversation. Until next week, I hope you have a week filled with joy and peace. Big love. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this Salty Hair Self-Care conversation. I hope you're feeling nourished, connected, maybe a sense of aliveness the way that talking about ideas does. And maybe, wow, I didn't realise there were other people who felt like this too. If that's you, you may be interested in joining us in our Salty Hair Self-Care community. We are a group of women who come together each month for an online circle and an online workshop and value a shared sense of belonging and being surrounded by others who are also exploring what it means to take care of themselves. Membership is $40 a month and there's no contracts. Stay for as long as it serves you. I've popped a link below so that you can join us. If you're listening to this on iTunes, I would love you to subscribe, to rate and leave a review to help others find these conversations. Finally, I would love to connect with you over on Facebook and Instagram at Salty Hair Self Care. Until next week, keep weaving joy and peace into your day.